Hey yo, this is OSG with Downalytics. I got the Ache Ache number one fan right here. Tell me who you are, Noella. Noella Cantu. Hey, are you the Ache Ache number one fan of all time? Oh yeah. I believe it too. I've seen all the pictures. So, hey, are, are you 100% in with Ache Ache? What's he going to do for Dynamo? Oh, he's going to make this team go up there where we need to be. He's gonna bring. He's gonna bring some more with us, and we're gonna just keep going up, yes. right? Right. Ati, yes. What's he gonna do for you? Well, maybe give me some hookups. You never know. <laughs> hey, let's see, Ati, Ati. If you're listening, bro, your number one fan says, "What's up?" She wants to hear from you. Yes. Signatures. Yes, a lot of signatures. <laughs> All right, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, man. OSG here. Downalytics. You know what's up. Hold it down forever. I got a Minnesota fan here, and I, I really want his opinion. What's going to go on tonight? We're about about 10 minutes from the game time, and I really want to get his opinion, man. Tell me what your name is, and tell me what you think. All right, my name is Troy. Uh, I'm originally from Minnesota, but I live in Louisiana. Here for the game, hoping the uh, United kicks some butt because I've got money on the game. You need the United to win so I can win some money. <laughs> All right, so what kind of prediction are you looking at then? Uh, maybe like two to one. Are you confident with uh, the way they played against Everton uh, on Wednesday and the starters yeah. are not playing tonight? Yeah, the United are starting to play really well. Oh, the United starters aren't playing tonight? I didn't There's know. some of them that are not. Reynoso oh. is not starting tonight. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. I watched that game against Everton. It looked really good. They so. looked really good, but yeah, it cost I, it. Yeah, I didn't realize they weren't starting to uh, – didn't realize the starters weren't playing. So we'll have to look at the starters right after this little interview, but – so you're expecting a good night tonight? Well, I was until you told me about the oh, starters not no. playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. So, I was kind of hoping they're going to use the momentum of beating Everton to to keep that going. No, I, it, I, I think Adrian Heath wanted to show off. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And he showed off and yeah. he, he, he did his job, but now it's got MLS. So yep. hopefully he doesn't risk too much, right? Yeah, I hope not. Well, we'll see. I mean, they, they've been playing well, so hopefully they can keep the momentum going. Well, good luck to you, man. All right, thank you. It. Yes, sir. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dynalytics. This Dynalytics. is Dynalytics. This is <laughs> the Joseph Nuena episode number 33. And this episode is dedicated to all the OGs, all the OG fans that know who Joseph Nuena is. But I didn't know this to just recently. I, I didn't know he was from Zimbabwe, so Hadivi is not our first Zimbabwe player. Anyways, let me introduce my co-host of Dynalytics, part of the Somo 713 network, the OG, OSG. How's it going, baby? What up, man? H is up. So, you know, I'm moody right now. I'm, I'm moody, but thank, thank God we have Dynadose right now. But I'm I'm moody. But yeah, man. Uh, episode thirty three, season one. Man, we're we're working into those those numbers, man. And I, I love it. That's a that's an old school player right there. And, and you're right. We we kind of both have to do a little bit of research. But with with the help of the 
with the help of the surge. They're like, this is the man. He scored a goal in the final, the second final to tie the game. And eventually we won that game. So as everybody knows, so yeah, that's a, a special episode as well. So let's keep it rolling, man. Yeah, special episode for sure. I feel sorry for the people whose earbuds just cracked when you came in the studio. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, but a uh, special shout out for real uh, to the search Presidente Sergio and then um, one of the other members, Mr. Sanford or Mrs. Sanford, who gave us the clue on Nuena. And like, it's been a while. But yeah, the, the goal I remember the most is the one you talked about in the in the. 2007 but yeah uh good good to good to hear from you osg how are you man you're a little moody so so why, why are you a little moody i mean that's a perfect segue right <laughs> yeah yeah no, i guess it is a perfect segue man you know i'm moody that i, I that know was just so yeah dude I, I didn't even i didn't even want to drive i mean the, the, the one thing you want to do is just like get away from get away from me, right? But I was so disappointed, so angry last night. I didn't even want to get in my car and go all the way home. I just wanted to sit right down there on the curb and just, I don't know, just like, just sleep. And just, I don't. I was just so annoyed. And that's, that's all I wanted to do. I did not want to go home. Uh, it just it pissed me off so bad last night. The way the Dynamo performed, how do you play so well, but at the same time play so bad? To where it equals out to where you lose a friggin' game. Uh, so annoyed or pissed. Yeah, <sighs> I, I think, uh, first of all, I'm glad you got home safely. Second of all, I think that was all of us. Um, there was a, a group of us. Uh, uh, it was Brandt and I forget the other gentleman's name from Colombia. I know his Twitter handle, but I forgot his name. Um, we were all. Giuseppe. Yeah, we were all just kind of like looked at each other when the final whistle blew in the supporter section. We we're all kind of like, damn it, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like a like a disappointment. So let's let's talk about it. Let's get it out the way so we can get more happy. You know, um, our Houston Dynamo uh, lost two to one to Minnesota FC last night at PNC Stadium. Uh, Fafa, the Dylan the Dylan Walpers Derby was. Did not pan out to our liking. It did not, but he was SeatGeek fan of the match. So shout out. And I'm glad that that worked out nice for him and his girlfriend. So and, mm-hmm. and we we did we did throw the H's to them both. They they did see us in their new seats for the game, but we said what's up to them and then they got on the field during halftime. So uh, I know that wasn't a happy moment for them today, but or yesterday, but you know, uh, props to them. They came on the show last week. Shout out to them and his, and his girlfriend, and and uh, I, I wish I was a, a damn figure for the Dynamo too. <laughs> <laughs> you will be, man. But yes, uh, if they're listening, it was uh, great to see them at the game, and and thank you for hopping on with us last last week on the episode. And hate that we didn't pull the the result, and and we'll dive into it here. Um, for our Houston Dynamo, the score, uh, OSG's favorite player, Fafa. Um, nice goal, by the way. Um, and then Minnesota, right before the half, uh, I think both of their goals were were good, were, were nice. I mean, I hate to get scored on, but they were nice goals. Uh, Franco, Fragampan, and then um, whew, in the second half, 70-minute, left-footed, the finesse shot, uh, Mr. Yeah, 
Yeah. Say his name. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Long Wayne. Uh, so, uh, um, but, but yeah. Uh, we, the, we, the man of the match. Let's call him that. Yeah, man of the match. Minute 72, he scored the winner. So uh, so let's start there. You want, uh, you want to go through the, the stats, Ozzy? I got them pulled up here. Um, so the shots uh, in our favor, 22 to 9. Uh, we had four shots on target compared to their three. Uh, we were over here playing Pep Guardiola ball because the Dynamo have 73 possession <coughs> compared to the 27 of Minnesota. Uh, we took almost 700 passes compared to their 269. Um, we had an 89% pass accuracy compared to their 68. Um, another stat that sticks out. I mean, I'm not going to go over the fouls, yellow cards, red cards. No, that 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 stat sticks out right there because you said total and then completion. Completion was like 650 passes to like 175 freaking passes. That's just embarrassing. How much freaking possession you have from that game? You have that many shots on, and you can't even put them on freaking target. They had three shots on target. And two of those were inside the back of the freaking net. Right. So I was going to, yeah, we're going to dive into that. And then the other, let me finish this up and then we'll talk about it. So the the other stat that t- sticks out to me is the, the corners. We had 13, they had one. But let's go back to hmm. what you and, and everybody else is saying after last night's game. So we had 73% procession, percent procession, and then... 89% pass accuracy of our 700 passes, 89% were completed successfully. Uh, we, me and you kind of started this debate at the end of the at the match yesterday because you <laughs> yeah, tell me, during it. <laughs> yeah, you you tell me, Herman, I'm looking at these stats and we're dominating, and I and I say to you, I don't believe we're dominating. I, I understand where you're coming from. Yes, we're holding the ball. We're controlling the ball. We're dictating the play. But to me, we weren't dominating because we weren't creating clear goal scoring opportunities. We had 22 shots and only four shots on target. That's to me, that's not dominating, man. And no, 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 but 22 shots, 22 shots. So let's, let you want to go through and review all 22 shots where they, where they blocked, where they defended, or did he just miss our shots? Because if we're, we're taking shots and we're missing, then that's on us. Those, those shots should have been on target. Now, if Minnesota's defending and they're, they're sliding, blocking those shots or deflecting those shots and they're just in the way. Or we, we we hit one straight to the damn keeper or something like that. And yeah, you know, that's 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 credit to Minnesota. But at the same time, twenty-two shots, seventy-two percent possession. And it wasn't the stats that I was looking at when I even said when I said this to you during the middle of the game that we're dominating, we're dominating, we're dominating. And and we're missing we were missing the last and it wasn't the last third, it was the last ten percent. If you not find that connection it's that box where it was like our shots were just the horrible choices and then there was actually a couple of good ones and yes they were deflected i know lundy took a couple lundy took a bad one that that he sheared off on his one touch but i mean they had some opportunities but they had some poor opportunities and fafa that's that's how he scored last year finally he scores this year like that i wish he would do it more and just 
take more opportunities. Let but, me let me say something about Fafa. I know he's kind of fallen off the fans this year, and before even before that happened, our, you know me, and and I think it was documented on this show where I said, I love the dude. He's fast, but like he can't finish, and that was before everybody started saying it. You know what I'm saying? But right, but. If we're keeping Fafa, which I like some qualities of Fafa, I'm playing him on the left, OSG. I feel like Fafa is a way better player playing on the left side. Because Fafa, one thing he does very well, he cuts in with his right and he has a good finesse trait that he can finish finessing it. Now, I think he overdoes it at times. But he's a very good finisher trying to trying to shoot finesse, you know. So I, I think he should play if we're if, if, and he is one of our best 11 players. That's the other thing about last night that's frustrating, right? We saw all our 11 best players on the field last night. And, and we still, like you said, we can debate on the dominated, but we still couldn't win the game. But to me, Fafa is way more, I don't know if you want to use the word efficient. But I think he's better playing on the on the left, man. He can he can cut in for sure, dude. Um, no, I, I agree about the, yeah. the left side part because his crosses are never pinpoint crosses; they're never on target crosses, and he's he's able to do more damage to the left side right now. And, and people complain he can't cross the ball, he can't cross the ball. So, and those right shotted, those right sided, right footed shots, just the angle's not their best, so it it works out best on the left, but. I mean, I, I like the idea of just switching him back and forth during the game and just let, let's see what kind of form he has and, and who's defending him and which one's working out better in that, in that, that moment of the game, depending right, on who right. the other guy is as well. Right. Like if there's a, cent, uh, if there's a specific um, wing back that he can take advantage of, then yeah, go, you know, switch or, or whatever. I agree with that. You got to exploit the weaknesses on the field. You got to be able to adjust your plan. In, in, in game, a, right? But but to be me, a tactical manager. Yeah. yeah, be versatile tactically. Um in the game, to me, when he's on the left, he's more dangerous, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but back to the debate where dominated to me, OSG, I'm looking at these highlights from last night. I okay, I don't remember, I don't remember. Only one, okay? Only one. I don't remember a clear scoring opportunity from the Dynamo. The only one I remember, I I think it was Parker. I don't know who, or or I'm confusing that player with someone else. But it was Thor. A, it was Thor, right? It was a cross where he was by himself in the box. And I'm a fan of put it on target, okay? And if the goalkeeper saves it, okay, he saved it. Sadly, he put it right where the goalkeeper was, you know. But so, so that was the head. That was, that was the header. header. Then, that was a header. Yeah, that was a header. That was a header. Earlier in their first half, he had one of the team in, and he he slid and kicked it, but it was off target, so it, it didn't look as good. But it was a good opportunity. I know, I know the one you're talking about. And in order for that was at the very beginning of the game, right? Yes, very correct. beginning yeah. of the game. Okay, that one he. Like he did 
all he could, man. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say the the man was sliding, trying to touch the ball and put it on target. I'm not gonna blame him for that, man. Like, he 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 threw his body out yeah, there he with, just, with he yeah. just couldn't just couldn't redirect it properly, you know. Right. Right. It's not like he was standing still, had time to think about it exactly. So I'm not going to fault him for that. No. If if you're going to fault a player for that, go ahead. But I'm not going to, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Those two, right? But yeah. That's that's my point. Like, to me, we didn't dominate because we didn't create clear scoring opportunities. Yes, there was two or three shots that I remember seeing Minnesota players getting in the way of and just blocking them. Two from Sevas. And one from Dorsey in the first half, I remember. Um, yeah, and one from Lundy as well, too. Yeah. So, and the, then, yeah, re- redirected passes that uh, they were in the friggin' way. Yeah. So, the, the thing that I want to bring attention to is if you look at, if you analyze how we attack, okay, we're all standing still and we all have our backs to the goal. All of our players, all of our players, the striker, Darwin, we're all, we're all having our backs to the goal and playing passes to the foot. We're not playing through balls. We're not making runs. And you're not going to, you're not going to break any defensive line playing that way, man. And that to me is the bigger issue. We had all this possession and we can't create a, a one good quality attack. A clear going, or at least a one-on-one where the striker and the and the goalkeeper. No, because we're all facing the the goal. We're not doing giving goes. We're not doing through balls. The only through ball we do is like a lob through ball from midfield to Fafa and use his speed. That's the real problem, in my opinion, man. We the the the, the attacking style of this team is not is not efficient. It's not creating opportunities. Well, and that's that's been a big discussion lately, you know, like on the spaces and in the Dynamo chats, is you know, the Nagamore being a a first a first first team professional coach for his first time ever, and then coming in and getting this kind of hand down roster, and you know, uh, why come in and <clears throat> try to instill a formation and a lineup and a style and a tactic that may not exactly work for the players that you kind of have to work with and you need to adjust. And I think he's trying to, he's trying to force too much and it's really showing their soccer, the players soccer IQ right now, as far as how this formation works and the style works and they don't have the skill to, to actually perform it correctly right now. And uh, we desperately need help, but I think not going to needs to understand that and just, the the goal to try to make the playoffs this year, I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to really understand and realize that, that that shouldn't have been a goal to begin with. The goal should have just been build, build, build with the opportunity all these other players are still getting before we get to cut them loose and say, hey, we don't want you no more. You know, this should have been a build it up year instead of saying this is a let's try to make the playoffs year. Uh, I I just hope Nagamore can just it's it's towards the end of the season. We're coming down to the last. 12, 13 games, I think it is. I just wish, you know, let's let's just try to build for the future. If we can make the playoffs in the end, we can make the playoffs in the end. But let's just let's build 
try to get some youngsters some, some opportunity. I, I don't care what you do. Just do something different, please. Yeah, and before we get further into that debate, because that's a damn good one to have uh, within the Dynamo community. Yeah, we just about... don't have two hours and four minutes. <laughs> right, right. Let's talk about the lineup, man. So, Clark, we know he's starting. Lundy, Habibi, yeah, Parker, Dorsey. So, right there, the right back position. Dorsey over Seca. Thoughts? Yeah, just giving Seca another break again. Because I thought, I thought actually Lundy was going to get the break this game and Junko was going to start because how much Lundy and Seca have been playing. But I'm going to take it as Seca just was given another day off, per se, because he did come in in the second half and played, but that's that's all I'm going to put it out to. Not not anything else. 10-4. For me. For 10-4. me. 10-4. Makes sense. Yes, sir. Midfield. HH, Matias Vera, Coco. That's our midfield going forward. I, I, I expect that every time. Exactly. That's going to be it from the end of the season. That's going to be our midfield. Front yeah, three. No, I, Go ahead. I'm, happy with, I'm happy with Seren coming in for Vera here and there. Because Seren has actually shown that he's 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 happy and he's playing with some good form. So I'm, I'm actually happy for Seren to come in and, and be that backup role right there for Vera. That so. is his role. That yeah. is his role. Okay? He's not yeah. starting. We all agree he's not starting quality. Not, no. That is his role. He's a depth player. And he directly replaces Vera. Right. That's, that's his thing. He should only come in when we need more defense. If we if we need a comeback, he should not even smell the field. We agree on that. Right, right. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, okay. defense doesn't win games. Exactly. If you're already losing. Exactly. So our front three, Fafa, Darwin Quintero, and Thor. Now, like we talked, we prefer to see Fafa on the left. Um, but I, the, the, the biggest surprise is obviously the elephant in the room is you pay four and a half million for a striker and you got a super draft pick starting over him. What, what you think? Not only do you have the, the, the sea bass not starting, you have, you, you have Thor starting over him, but you put DQ as a striker and Thor on the wing instead of Thor as a striker. And DQ on the wing and let him roll around and just play the freaking game that he likes to play. But yeah, let's you know go back to Seabass. So something's going on with Seabass where I don't know. He's not he's not he's not fitting in with the form of the team right now or something. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, you know, so it's really hard to understand Nagamura right now because that question is some a lot of a lot of decisions he's been making. A lot of fans, including me, myself, and you, have been questioning a lot of decisions he's been making. So it's it's really getting frustrating. That's and that's why you start hearing some of this naga out, naga out shit. But you know, I don't know. He he needs to have a moment with himself and look in the mirror and figure out what the heck he's doing. I think right now, I don't know. Right now, Naga needs to have a moment with himself and he does. smell that. Yeah, he does. And these are the these are the decisions. Like you said, I'm not Naga out because in our space we had, we had a we had a uh, good debate in re- in this regard. 
Aside you know what? Watch since, since, since you brought that up real quick, let's just yeah. let's just put that out there to be clear. So this there was a space today, and Dynalix had to host a space, which wasn't typical to host. But the title of the episode was named, and it was chosen by the the speaking host of the episode, and it said Nagamora out. And it didn't say question mark. It just said Nagamora out. That is not the perception of the Dynalytics per se. OSG does not believe in Nagamora out. You just heard Herman say not Nagamora out. So that was just the title of the episode, guys. So don't put two and two together. The the Dynalytics section of the Somo 713 network is not is not Paulo out. Um, but no. the, the host no. for the space, their opinion, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And this is this is what makes this great, right? They are Paulo Absolutely. out. And they brought good points to the space. And just as the examples that you touched on right now, you know, like these these tactical, you know, like like decisions. Yeah, the decisions like, man, mind boggling. But before we get further, our space on the Somo 713 network, now they're being ran by two of our good friends. El Pupas and Marlon. You can catch the Twitter space home games the day after. They'll promote the time and they'll try to do it right after the game on away games because we're all watching on the TV. We're at a watch party. So go in there, chime, talk about the game. We'll be in there from time to time sh uh, chiming in in our opinion. Uh, Pupas and Marlon, good, good, good people. Uh, passionate Dynamo fans, and they would love to hear your take on, on any Dynamo game. Hey, and they, and they brought it. They brought it today. They, it was a super long space, but they had a lot to talk about, and it, it didn't get repetitive to where they just weren't just repeating themselves in the topics and the discussions they were talking about. You know, and then a shout-out to Victor Horizon, who was on the show for, for a long time today, and all the other guests that popped in and gave Gave all of them their opinions and their takes. Good shout out to them. But the biggest shout out goes to the Pupas of Marlowe for taking the space. I love it, man. And I'm glad because they fit perfectly, man. And they did a great job today. They killed it. Their first show, their debut, and they had the record number of listeners live. So well done. And I hope it continues to break that record. So we'll be supporting y'all. And awesome job. And y'all can follow them. At Somos713 on Twitter to join the spaces. Like I said, after home games the day after and then away games right after them. Um, you can join and, and share your opinion. They would love to hear it for sure. So, yeah. Um, there, so, we're not we're not Naga out. And, and, and I'll give you my opinion on that. Because aside from Achehache, bro. And Sebas, your your quality in the team is is not it's not great. And I think Victor mentioned that in the space today. Also, thank you, Victor, for hanging out with us and taking fan questions, dude. Like within the fan base, Victor is a great dude because like he he kind of is our boys, you know, in the media room. So we we thank you for for spending time with us and answering our questions this afternoon everybody, everybody appreciates it because he, he keeps it real and he keeps and it he real man. 
yeah, when he has something to say about the Dynamo, whether it be positive or negative, he, he says it. And sometimes he gets caught. He gets called out by Laura, but you know what? He 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 brings it back down. And he holds it down for the Dynamo, and everybody loves Victor. Yeah, Victor's a great guy for sure. And he and I agree with the point he made. Like, <laughs> hey man, our our quality in the in the team is is it's not it's not that great, man. And <laughs> I knew I knew Ache Ache wasn't a creator. He can organize your midfield. He has great vision. He hustles. He's a great leader. But I knew that wasn't going to solve our our problem of not creating quality chances. I was hoping that with Achache mandating a lot of attention, Darwin Quintero can thrive. But that hasn't been the case. But I digress. The point is, looking at the, the quality in the, in the team, it was hard. It was hard. To, to make the playoffs, you know? The reason I have hope, and it's the hope that kills you, and I'm a very optimistic person, you know, I don't, I'll probably get heartbroken, but it's because the Western Conference sucks so bad, OSG, you know? <laughs> it sucks so bad that we can still maybe sneak in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's just a lot of parody right now in the Western Conference, even in the Eastern Conference, you know, stupid-ass Aston and LA are kind of running away with the Western Conference, but as far as everybody else, they're so close. So, dude, if we could just if we could just magically wake up and like, hey, dude, we're a good team, let's play well. Two games later, you won six points. You're seventh place again. So, as a yeah, fan, bro. as a fan, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm praying for. But my brain tells me that ain't gonna happen, bro. <laughs> Nah, nah, you know, yeah. after what we see right now, I, I, I just want to see Nagamore just improve on his tactical mentality and soccer IQ. Because right now, I think that's that's what's being questioned a lot. We know what we have with these players. We know what skills they have. We know what we can perform out of them. Now we just we, we question Nagamore's decisions too much right now. And so he, he needs to put a stop to that. <laughs> yeah. And the other the other thing is. The other thing is, like, oh, man, I lost my train of thought, dude. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's just I too much talking about. I had a, oh, ah! it was, it, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Let's go. Let's go. And this is a, it's a good segue, too. It's a good segue. It's a good segue. All right. It's a good segue to, to I know I'm falling a little bit out of order, but it's a good segue to Dynadol. Uh-oh. It's a good that's way. Fine because that, that, yeah. That's fine, because the it's game a, is over. Right. The game is over. Um. And we're recording on a Sunday night, by the way, y'all. Always putting in work, Dynalytics, baby. Um, <laughs> I know for us to be mathematically out, it's not going to be anytime soon. But you got these kids in Dynados holding it down. At what point do you play them, bro? What do you think about that, man? That's another thing we discussed, but I want to hear your thoughts, dude. All right, well, I just kind of right before we segue into it, I think that's what I just kind of said is I think Naga Mora needs to understand the tactics that he's and the decisions he's making and make some adjustments. And and you give credit to you. You brought it up on Saturday afternoon. We got to meet with Astor Mendelson with a bunch of other uh, first team season ticket holders. And you, you asked the question about the youth and why are we not giving them the opportunity and why are we out there checking? scanning the world, let's just say the world, looking for other players that are the same age, 
maybe have the same the same potential. They're at the same level because they're not on the first team; they're on the second team league. Uh, so it's you, you made it. You made a, a great a great question, and you didn't get a great answer. But then you know that's why, why can't we use some of these players? Palomino deserves first team. That's the one player, if any of them, if any of them, Palomino deserves first team and needs to start playing on Dynamo right now. Yeah, Next we need. Week. We, we I don't need, care. Instantly. Yeah, yeah, we need to see what he's got. You know what I'm saying? And that For was real? that was my question. It, it was like you spend so many resources scouting these unknown international youth players. You have back in, in your academy. A Dynados player in Avila who fits the physical traits of a freaking winger. You know, he's built, he's fast, you know, he likes to take on people. And then you have a player like Danny Rios in your youth academy that gets called up by the El Salvador national team, you know, 18 years. Why are you not giving them a shot and instead exercising resources to go locate these two players that haven't even shined in their first team? You know, had they shown shined or excelled in the first team, I can see it, you know, but we're over here looking at stats of, for example, uh, the, the Colombian winger that we're rumored to get. And we're like, dude, he's barely played like a couple games, like seven or 11 games, you know. <laughs> so that was my question. Right. And, and his answer was basically, hey, we're, we're trying to create a competitive environment for youth players you know that way they can grow it's a healthy it's a healthy competitive environment which i dig i dig that but create that with your youth academy you know i guess if they, they're thinking about it in the way that if they see a, an, an outsider come in and and disrupt that security quote unquote they might step it up i can see that but do we really need to uh hard well, yeah and and then I don't know if you if you remember, but after everybody separated, we stuck we we kind of hung around and then kind of cornered Asher at, at the last second there before he was able to walk away. But I asked him, and I, I was like, "Hey man, I got a three parter right here for you." I was like, "Who, how, and do?" And he's like, "Huh?" I was like, "Who are we looking at or what? I.e. positions, because I know you can't be specific." And I, I was like, "How are we going to acquire these people?" And then, knowing what I think I know from rumors, do we really need these people right now? And he, his, his answer was who? He, he told us a winger, two wingers, actually. One to two wingers. He's looking for both sides, or they're looking for both side wingers. Okay, so then that answers the next question is uh, uh, how? And he also said, which is kind of frustrating, that they're looking at these uh, South American players as potential, obviously U22 initiative players or, or something or another. They're potential. And we're not looking to sign them on a transfer. We're looking to sign them on a loan, which means the, the risk is lower. We can it's get a, rid of them if they don't, don't work right. out with us. It's a, it's yeah. a calculated <laughs> risk. It's a low risk. Yes, and he, and he freaking used those freaking words or whatever. And and then so, but he didn't really answer this question. And I was like, so then in that case, like, do we really need these guys right now? If they're not help, because he, because, uh, oh yeah, sorry. How do we, how do we acquire these people? 
because the spots are not open. We know we have a U22, but we do not have an international spot to add him to the roster. And he mentioned Donna Dose immediately. That's his first answer. So it's like, all right, so these players are going to Donna Dose. They're not even coming to Dynamo. Right. So let's just let's just ignore these guys then. Let's save our money. Let's and and then just deal with what we have in front of us. Use our Donna Dose players to finish off this season. We know a lot of players are leaving in the offseason, or we anticipate a lot of players are leaving in the offseason because we're not going to sign them. We don't want to bring them back. And there's going to be a rehaul on this whole overhaul of this whole roster. Let's let's wait and then find those those people that belong. Not not so much potential, but more experience. I think I think we need to get used to this because this is part of the process. This is going to be ongoing. They're going to you. They're going to take flyers. These are like the way I think about it. The way I comprehended him is think of the the NFL draft, the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. You take flyers on players that have traits that are like okay, this guy has you know one good trait that's really good. You know, let's take flyers on these players. That's what they're doing with these loans. If one of these players stands out in Dynados, then we can talk more. But I think they're going to continue doing this every year. Just take random loan loan flyers on players they think have good potential, test them in Dynados, and then we'll go from there. Tiaguinho, he gone. That was the first example. That was the first example. Pretty obvious. Yeah. And and, and then to tell you, but the the fans are asking for Dynamo. uh, what is that? What is those? What are those people called when they come up to back up your battalion? Uh, the reinforcements. They're looking for Dynamo reinforcements, not Dynamo two potential players that hit Dynamo. They're looking for reinforcements right now, and they're not telling us we're not looking for Dynamo reinforcements. I'm glad you touched on that because this is what fans need to understand. You're not going to fix this team in one off season. And you're not going to fix it in the next offseason either. The The holes in this team are so many, man. And it don't matter how much money we spend in this transfer season and the next. It's going to take time to rebuild this team, man. That, that's why, like, we, it's a long rebuild, man. I, I, I think our fan base has to come to understanding that. I know we want to sign quality players. Well, shit, we spent six and a half on Ache Ache's salary and we spent four and a half on Seva's transfer fee. That's 11 million investment right there. That's probably your your entire budget for this year. Probably, you know, we, we it's not like we're Man City or PSG where we're going to throw money and, and sign a lot of good quality proven starting players. It's going to take time and they're doing these they're taking flyers on these low risk players so maybe they can turn around and sell it for a couple million and then use that to buy that proven quality player that we want in the dynamo starting team i think our fan base fails to comprehend the concept that this is a longer rebuild than we want and that the holes in this team are going to take time to fill and what breaks my heart is that when the holes do get filled, what quality will Ache Ache be able to provide you then? 
And you know what? That's on the front office to be telling us that this is the direction we're going. And right now, the direction you're telling us is going is not what you just explained. And we do need to understand exactly what you just explained. But like, obviously, me and you right here, you understand and we can see that deep enough. Like, it's kind of like we're being lied to, but we can see behind the, the, the drapes, behind who's the wizard behind the eyes. <laughs> you know, so I wish the Dynamo would just come out and be like, hey, this is this is what we're saying. I mean, you know what? You said we're going for the playoffs and that it's still – can be a goal if you want to, but I, I think they'll just they need to come out and just start telling the truth. Well, well, the longer we're in the hunt and we're not eliminated, it gives them it gives them the. I'm not saying give up. They can no, no, start no, 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 back no. Pedal, Start the back pedal. Yeah, no. The, the The longer we're in the run, the more it gives them ammo to say, "No, we're pushing for the playoffs." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even though, yeah, but push it for the playoffs. But I'm gonna go get you a down and dose player, right? In the future, yeah. So right, that's right. it's a miscon- it's not a misconception. It's uh, yeah. a, a hypocritical, <laughs> right? <laughs> I want I want to go to the playoffs, but I'm gonna get you somebody for the second team. <laughs> yeah. So to put a bowl on yeah. the dynamo, and yeah, let's move on. I'm tired yeah. of talking. About that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just before we we let's put a bow tie on this. Our next match. It's against the Philadelphia Union. Uh, so in, in order to prepare for that match Saturday night, OSG, what, what is Dynalytics doing, baby? All right. So pretty cool, man. As, as y'all know, that follows Dynalytics. We do interviews every week with our opponents. So this week we reached out to Free Kick. Free Kick in Philadelphia. So uh, technically we're going to record on Monday night with them. And we won't post on Monday night. We'll wait either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning to release it. But it's, uh, you know, we're going to try to de-unionize the union. And <laughs> and we're going to try to go into Philadelphia and interrupt their process, which right now doesn't look very possible. But, uh, you know, yeah, we're going to interview a Philadelphia pod, the free kick this week. And, See, there's a possibility of us getting a roadmap. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Big things happening in Philadelphia right now. Top of the Eastern Conference. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> um, they won on the road last weekend, so they're in form. I mean, they're, they're in playing form. Well. No, So not to expect anything from us this coming weekend, especially right. after the performance yesterday. So, right. uh I'll be watching every single moment of it, though. And then here, uh, here's the bow tie. Currently, as we stand right now, Galaxy is winning 1-0. They have control of the seventh seat in the Western Conference. They're fighting with Portland and Seattle for that seventh spot, who see Portland has 30 points, Seattle 29. And then there's the next tier, which is us and Vancouver, 26 and 25 points. So 30 is kind of like the magic number to be in that seventh wild card spot. And uh, they'll keep saying we're alive. I feel the closer we get and the more obvious it is that we're not, put the entire youth and see what the hell you got in them. You need to know what the hell you have in your youth so you can make these tough decisions in the offseason. Well, here's your bow tie, bro. Five of the next seven games are road games at Philly, at Vancouver. Mm. Montreal at home, at mm. Colorado, at Minnesota, LAFC, 
at Seattle. Mm. Yeah. Not Thank Wayne. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Here okay. we go. You know, uh, yeah. can, we transition, can we transition from our... <laughs> Speaking of youngsters, Dinah Dose, the hope, the Dino. light at the end of the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel, baby. Sitting Let's pretty. Go. They just got the W. 1-0. Over. What, what about the victory over the lose? That's what I'm talking about, baby. So that puts him, what, at 38 or still 35? No, no. It, uh, hold on. Did I write it down? Let's see. I didn't write it down. I didn't write no, it down. Are 35. Yeah. Are, oh, no. No, no, no. 38, I believe. Anyways, they, they should be third or they should be right there with Tacoma, St. Louis, too. No, they're in, they're, they're in third, yeah. They're 35 dirty. points. 35 points. Yeah. You know, it's probably football is probably not live updated, so you're probably right. <laughs> right. So, Dynamo Staff, if you're listening to this, <laughs> if you're listening to this, Dynamo Staff, I can't find Dynado's standings on your website. So, we had to go to Footmob to, to get them. Um, they still haven't updated them, but uh, just now, a couple, uh, couple 20 minutes ago, Dynado's got the W. You love to see it, man. Tell me about it more, OSG. Yeah, man. It wasn't uh, wasn't exactly the most exciting, the most exciting game there was. But uh, well, I I think we call him Yathan. Is how you pronounce his name, Yathan Juarez, with an extra time goal in the first half to put Dynamo Dose up one to nothing, and in the end, I just you know that that turned out to be just to be perfect and be enough, you know, and it, it looked, you know, it looked kind of back and forth and it, it down those had a lot more chances and, and the lineup, the lineup they put out there too was awesome. And I was like, I'm starting to like the lineup. And even with the, some of the starters being on the bench, so yeah, they're starting. I think they found their form again. I think they found their form again, man. Is is what I got to say about that and Dose. Just real quick, they're four. They were on a four game win streak going into tonight with their last win against North Texas, going into three three tie, and they had to win on PKs. Uh, credit to North Texas, they came back at the end of that game. They were down three one and came back to tie us, and then we won in PKs. But you know, uh, that was a uh, man in Minnesota. We tied them earlier. They beat us on PKs when we weren't exactly in the greatest form. But Minnesota right now was one in four in their last five. So we had a had an opportunity tonight. Wasn't the greatest performance, but at home at a Via Stadium with some of the surge at the stadium, we won one to nothing and played well enough, looked well enough. Uh, you know, people that were watching a little less next pro probably didn't enjoy the first half with the, with the uh- damn glare. I was just about to bring that up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was so freaking annoying. Yeah. But once the glare went away, did any one player stand out to you, OSG? Any performances it, that you were uh, impressed by? Any one player? I mean, not, no, not really. Not, nobody, nobody stood out. Uh, I don't know why Palomino didn't take that free kick. That was in the first half. That was probably about 23 yards away from the goal. I think it was. It wasn't far. Uh, and he didn't take the free kick for some reason. But none, I don't think anybody stood out. And 
And no, I, I, you know, football sucks with the, I'm not on the MLS Next Pro website right now, but I don't know who the player of the game was. I kind of wish I knew. Oh, actually, I think it was Juarez, but I don't, uh, I don't, I don't see like the player ratings, and I kind of wish I knew. Just, Probably but, the guy that know, scored the goal. Yeah, he was the player of the match. But I, I think today was just kind of a, they played like a B plus team today, and just they did enough to win and got their goal. Good deal. You know, you Ooh. can always go check it out on MLSNextPro.com. Go check out the highlights, y'all. And, and go check – just just check it out. If you didn't see it, you can at least – it's visible in the second half. <laughs> and then their next match – this is a cool one, actually, I think. Uh, Friday Night Lights uh, and Late Night, too. I think it's like at 9 p.m. starting time, our time. Uh, Friday, July 29th against Vancouver Whitecaps number two for the Dynados next match. It is at 9 o'clock Central Time. You and staying up late for that, that bro? <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Friday night, sir? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, of course. I'll be up for that one. That's a Friday night. I'll just make sure for that one. And uh, Dynamo are on the road, so I don't have to travel the next day. So, damn sure, I'll make sure to Stay up and watch that game, even if I have to take a nap before that. <laughs> <laughs> take a little power nap. But when, yeah, yeah. One of my last questions as we make the transition away from Dinados here when you, when you tune in Dinados, are you looking at a specific player? Like you want to see how they play or not really? Like, is there, is there one you focus on? Like, oh, this is the next, the next big one in our academy. I hope he does well. I want to see how he performs. Well, obviously Reigns and obviously Palomino, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I'll be watching. I'll be watching our forwards, our wingers, and our forwards. Mm-hmm. And I want because I, 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 I like some of those guys, and I like to see what they do. Um, uh, the the guy that came off the bench today, uh, Evans, who usually starts, he he makes a lot of runs off the ball, and so yes, I do watch individual players and I don't I don't specifically watch the ball but you know you can keep the ball in the corner of your eyes and you know when something's not going to go on and they're just moving the ball around and I watch off the ball movement so yeah I do I definitely do watch players one Palomino is because I, I just I just want to see why Nagamore's not using him <laughs> and, and just maybe just understand that and see why and then I like watching Rage see his potential for his future with us the forwards, of course, and then I'm always looking for that center defender to come in and, uh, uh, you know, get that first team status like Bartlow started tonight on the back line. He actually played pretty well, too. I thought he played well when he played for the Dynamo, dude. And actually, I'm so looking forward to Reigns replacing Meta in the starting lineup next year, dude. That kid's going to be great. Well, I'm ready for him to come in. For I don't sure. care how young he is. Tacoma, or, yeah, what? T- Tacoma Defiance, that's the Seattle team? Yeah. Damn. No, no. Uh, Tacoma, uh, yeah. Is it Portland? I think it is Portland. Yes. Okay, we need to find that out. Those fuckers, they got a 28-goal difference, dude. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? You know what? Maybe you're right because it was. I think it was Seattle. Because, uh, yeah. Whenever right. Seattle was playing in there, I think Seattle had an off week and we played Tacoma and we got their damn 
reserves off the Seattle team played us, and they whooped us four to one. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that's impressive. Okay. Let's yeah, move. whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yep. Let's 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 move along. Last but not least, we're Orange Hearts here in Dynalytics, man, and we we care Dash about Dash TF on baby. <laughs> we show love for anything Houston soccer here in Dynalytics, and the Dash are no exception. We didn't play this week, but we do play this upcoming week uh, on July 31st. Well, well, before, before, before we even get to that week, see, last week, man. Oh, yeah. Last week. Dude, uh, man, that was friggin' awesome. Against Chicago, who has been a tough opponent against us, uh, Salmon. Who was just a recent signing? She's, mm-hmm. I, I love the way she plays. She's her speed, her her quickness. You, you just you see her start to run, and the next thing you, boo! I just like I wanted to make a meme. Like who's this girl? You'd like throw the flash in the background right there. Like she, she's awesome, man. So Salmon, yeah, four one win against Chicago last week, bro. That was friggin' she made was a difference maker. That's that's awesome to hear, and I remember her signing because, <laughs> like, it was all over social media because the the interesting last name, right? The intriguing last name. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Glad to hear she's she's killing it for sure. And some cool and and also the Red Stars. You know, that's a team we're up there battling in the standings. You know, we're we're after that W, we're in fourth place, just two points behind them. So that's that tells you that this team can can fight can fight. You know, later in the season. You know beating opponent above you in the standings. Absolutely. And then now I know Chicago was missing their main striker or whatever, but that's 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 okay. We still won the game four to one and we outplayed and out hustled uh, uh Chicago and it was Juan Paulo's first friggin' game as a dash coach. And he, he when he when he came in and the game started and we saw the four, we saw the lineup, we're like, okay, okay, there's, there's a new player in here. We're like, all right, cool. Cool, yeah. And then they came out and they played. Like I, I, I like that he already came in and made some changes. One of those, one of those changes. And I've been a fan since since they draft since they drafted her. But man, uh, Ryan Gary's. Uh, I was always wondering, like, why is she not getting much time to play with Sarah Loud? And then the other guys, and I, you know, I don't know, I don't see, but she got to start last night, and or not last night, but the other uh, last week, and she was just. Man, she's got speed. She makes a difference on the wing out there. She gives Maria Sanchez a break. But, but what a difference maker. And I'm like, why has she not been playing more? You know, so I, I'm proud. I'm proud for the Dash. They've got, they got the new coach in, Sarah Loudon, who, who we saw at the Dynamo game. Uh, would give a shout-out to her. Took a picture and everything. They were really uh, cool. I was about to bring it up, too. You know, when we met up with Brent. Brent was the more starstruck out of all of us, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, that was it, pretty it, cool. There, there, loud. It's so it, it, She's she's awesome, and she, she actually goes, "Y'all want to take a picture? Y'all want to take a picture?" <laughs> they invited so, us to come out to the next game, and they're really cool about it, and and very cool that they were supporting the Dynamo. Absolutely, they were out there just walking around. They even caught Pat on staff walking around by himself, no security whatsoever. Walking by himself in the concourse. I, I, I walk to him, gave him a fist bump, and said, What's up, Pat? And just walked off, let him be. Because I, I will out. always say that the Dynamo do a great job with interacting with the fans. 
you know, I can't wait for this team to be good again. Um, it, it, once we get good again, <laughs> this stadium is going to attract a lot more people and it's PNC is going to be rocking its ass off. And that's thanks to the foundation that the front office is, is laying right now, which is interacting with the fan base directly, directly. Well, yeah, just and just, just watch when the Dynamo get a little better and, and the Dash, who are playing so well this season, are about to make the playoffs for the first time in history. Uh, and on, on their end, they're going to start getting more publicity. I 100% hope the hell they start getting more publicity. And it's just going to bring fans in from both sides. And, man, I, I wish those played at PSC too. Like, you just could go to the stadium just three days a weekend, like, watch a freaking soccer game. <laughs> I, I love it. Okay. And like for me, I, I love everything Houston, right? So I'm going to support the Dash. I'm Thanks to this Dynalytics project, I'm starting to get a little bit more into it, right? As I rather than my past. Educate yeah. me ed- educate me on the NWSL playoff format. Is it 1 and 2 have a first round bye and then 3 versus 6, 4 versus 5 or how does that work? Oh, so man, don't so I, I technically cannot tell you. So it they take the five, right? And I don't know how they do the damn playoffs to tell you the truth. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out this year, right? Together, yeah, because <laughs> you know, no, actually, you know what? To segue into next week's episode, uh, Foxtrot is going to join us next week. Who, which I don't need to promote Foxtrot. Everybody who's listening to the show most likely knows who Foxtrot is. Any questions we have, he'll be able to answer and spell it out for us and get more details. And hence one of the reasons why we invited him on to do next week's show and segue into the, you know, the dash. They get to go to New Jersey, New York and play Gotham. I don't know if they're playing Batman and Harley Quinn, but they're, they're playing the Gotham girls. <laughs> That's such a badass name, bro. I got to give it to them. The logo, the team name. The good thing is that, you know, they're they're sitting kind of in the bottom of yeah, the standings. Yeah, they're <laughs> terrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not up to par to their name and their logo, you know. <laughs> no, not at all. Did you see how many goals they scored this season so far? <laughs> they have scored like in the seven. single digits, right? Yeah, okay. seven. Yeah, six games. They scored seven goals. We have 12, 12 games, and I think we scored 21 goals. Yeah, 21 goals. <laughs> yeah, that's a so, lot. That's a lot. Well, yeah, like, oh, like, ooh. So I'm hoping this road game just turns out favorable for us. In the five wins that we've had so far, four of those have been clean sheets. So it's, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if Jane Cable is, uh, is ready to come back yet. She was on a sick protocol. But, uh, man, the Harris, the keeper, she, she threw it down. Last held it down last game, and it was mm. just spectacular. So, uh, great backup right there. Uh, Salmon with the second hat trick in Dash history, the second and the first coming in this same exact season. So, man, love it. The Dash are just, just making making differences. And then, assigning uh, Paulina Gramaglia, I don't know how to say her name to pronounce it correctly because she's Argentina. So maybe Herman, I'll spell it for you and you can pronounce it G R A M A G L I A. 
I need to have it in front of me, OSG. Yeah, all right, no worries. Go to foot mob, and then you can see the roster, and then she's right there in the midfield. Oh, gra- but Paulina, he- Paulina. Yeah, yeah, Paulina, what's her last name? Grandma Aglia. Yeah, Grandma Aglia. So mm-hmm. she's from Argentina. We signed her prior to the season. She finally got six minutes of playing time in the last game, and I don't know why she hasn't been getting playing time or where the hell she's been, but that was somebody when we signed her I was interested in hearing about for the Dash. So looking forward to it, looking forward to all the, the Dash to continue going on, looking forward to this friggin' coach man that came in and just Juan Carlos and everybody's excited about and Sarah Loudon learning from him and let's go Dash. Dash it on, buddy. Dash TF on. H's. Yeah, man. That's it. I mean, that's, uh, that's, you know, Dash moving on next week. And so we got a, what was it? I think we have Donna Dose play on Friday. Right. Donna Mo play on Saturday. Right. And uh, Dash play on Sunday. The icing on the cake, dude. Yeah. And if you give me two seconds, I'll tell you. Everybody actually plays. Let's so, see. All right. So, yeah, um, Donna Toast played the Vancouver Whitecaps in Vancouver. I think you mentioned mm-hmm. that earlier. Dynamo played Philadelphia Union. Dash played Gotham. I know we've been right. talking about it all night, but trying to remember that just didn't fit in right there. <laughs> right. And then this is just like some trivia, you know, random fact. Kevin Durant is minority owner in both the Union and Gotham. How cool is that? Dude? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'm sure he and, does. James Harden does. Hey, that's exactly what he does. Just <laughs> hey, here, here is I'm buying ten percent of this, and don't call me. I will never mention call, a word of them. Don't call me. I'll promote you on social media. Call me really? in ten years. Yeah, when he first when he first signed that he was promoting us on social media. In ten years, when someone wants to buy my stake for triple, quadruple what I pay for, call me. <laughs> you know. So uh, that's what it is. Hey, it's an investment. Can't blame the man, but I wish, you know, obviously we all wish he would do more. But you know who else does more? Pupas and Marlon on our spaces. Tell the fans about that, man. Yeah, dude, that, it's, it's so, so freaking cool. So, so Dynalytics is, is evolving and trying to do a little bit more on, on the episodes-wise. You know, we do the interviews with the, with the guests, and obviously tonight we're, we're – this is our kind of our first post-game episode where we're reviewing Dynamo, the Dash, and Dynamo Dose. And we're going to start bringing on fans every week. And it's going to be a, just a, a, a circle of fans. And you'll hopefully hear from someone's different voice every week. And we're just going to start bringing them on kind of like we do with the space, just for the fans, from the fans. And so hence the Twitter space tied to the Somos Network. We, we kind of had to let, you know, Pupas and Marlowe have great voices and always have great opinions in the Dynamo chats and the discords that we're always seeing them. And it, it just it just felt right. So we, we, we thought the Somos Network was, was ready to expand a little bit more. And, and we've, we brought in to the Somos Network Pupas and Marlowe, and now they are the doing a very good job and they're hosting the now Twitter space. So you get your live post game reactions, whether they be currently right after the game or the, the following day, but man, they, they, they freaking killed it today on the Twitter space. And anybody who's listening to this at Somos 713, 
is where you can find the Twitter spaces. Of course, Pupaso and Marlona will always retweet them. So you just, you, you'll notice, you, everybody knows how Twitter spaces works. Find them, jump in. Everybody's welcome to speak. Raise that hand and give your take. Looking forward to the next space. And for us, Dynalytics Podcast, part of the Somos 713 Network, we're going to preview our upcoming game with Philadelphia Union. So expect that episode to drop later this week, midweek sometime, as we interview the Free Kick Podcast. So they'll give us a more insight to their season, their team. Obviously, they're rocking and rolling first in the East. So we'll know a little bit more what to expect with them as we interview them this week. So... OSG, you know, we always talk to our opponents podcast, you know, what team they support outside of the MLS and everybody has a favorite EPL team they support. I'm a proud Gooner. You are a proud citizen. I like hey, to start go citizen. I like to start with you because the citizens <laughs> were in town this past week, man. Ah, yes, man. The citizens were in town last week. Man, I, 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 was, I was so mad that I did not get to go watch my own friggin' team. But, you know, me living where I live and it being during the middle of the week, it just did not work out for me. But 100%, I did watch the game. I enjoyed the game against Club America. They were used to NRG. I loved every moment of it. I wish I could have gone. So maybe next time. But, you know, I'm going to make it to England one day and get to watch them. Uh, on Saturday night, they also played Real Madrid, and they ended up winning that game one to nothing. And Holland, who did finally start against Real Madrid, he did not start in Houston, which a lot of fans were disappointed. Bayern he Munich. scored the only good. Yeah, he uh, he scored the only goal, one nothing. He 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 looks good. Uh, I like what he's going to be able to do for City. Uh, I'm looking forward to the season that the uh, the Premier League is about to bring. You know, and with, with that being said, so city schedule, man, we have the community show coming up next weekend on Saturday versus Liverpool. So as everybody knows, community shield is first versus second from last year's uh, season standings get to play or wait, is it, it's not first and second, right? That, Isn't it? That's uh, the, that's Premier the, League? Yeah. The right. FA Cup winners, FA Cup winners and the Premier League winners, isn't it? Right. And then when it's the same team, they default to what you just said. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah. So we got that's a huge community show game, and um, I look forward to be, that because I like going. I like seeing heavyweights go at it as a as a soccer fan in general. You know. <laughs> and bro, and they're and they're ready. I'm not too confident what Liverpool is going to be bringing this year, but you know, whatever. Who cares? So I, I, we got I, that game coming this weekend. I do want to say that I didn't want to bring it up, but everybody in the Inchada group chat has been kind of disrespecting Liverpool, people are going to find out how good Luis Diaz and Nunez are really, really are. Klopp is going to make them play attack, 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 attack. I feel like people are disrespecting Liverpool and overestimating how good Spurs will be this season. <laughs> so we'll All right, see what well happens. Then I have, I have two other points to go to that. So then mm -hmm. so what is my, my top six predictions for the Premier League? City, Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, and somebody else fighting for that sixth place. I don't know who that sixth spot is, but that's my Premier League predictions right there. What you got? I don't. I don't have the order yet, but it's okay. Gonna be, no it's going to be. It's going to be Liverpool and City fighting for the championship. 
That's one and two all day. That's not going to change. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, Chelsea, look into Chelsea, it a Chelsea, Chelsea have fallen off. Chelsea have fallen off. Okay. Um, that leaves the door open for teams like Spurs and Arsenal to jump in there, right? In the mix. Right. 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 Uh, so those are going to be the teams. Those are going to be the teams fighting for three to five. And then you got Man United, the West Ham, and then that one surprise, that one surprise team that might make the jump, right? Um, so yeah, no telling who that's going to be. Right. I mean, it, Newcastle with all the money they spent, I don't think so. Leeds United with the new American coach and the the new uh, American stars, which I I love Tyler Adams. I'm a big fan of Tyler Adams. We'll see. Yeah, let's go with Leeds. Yeah, I I don't think so, but I want Leeds. No, I I, I want Leeds to fight because we got so many Americans there. You know. Hey, um, let's go for Nottingham Forest. You just got uh, promoted to the Premier League inside uh, Lingard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm actually uh, very excited uh, to to see what Arsenal do this year. Um, we had a great pre- preseason, man. Uh, four games, four wins. Uh, we we started with uh, uh, Nuremberg, a German German squad. That was our first friendly, and then we came to the states. Uh, they stayed in basically uh, Florida. They played uh, Everton, got a 2-0 win there, uh, beat Orlando City 3-1, and we uh, beat Chelsea this past weekend uh, 4-0. And actually, the starters for both teams played there, and I honestly uh, believe, and I still believe this wholeheartedly, I understand that Gabriel Jesus is a good player. I think 50 pounds is a crap ton of money for him. I think that was a, a overpay. But so far in preseason, man, he looks like the real deal, bro. <laughs> what's oh. so? What's he coming to do, y'all? Is he striker or is he the yeah, winger? Striker, striker. Okay, striker good because we didn't use it. We didn't use him as a striker for us, and he, I, I thought that was just they should have done that. So he, thank God he's playing striker. Yeah, he got the number nine jersey, and he is our main point of attack. Like he's gonna be the emphasis. Like we have a great uh, midfielder in Odegaard who is a creator, um, and we have a plethora of young attacking wingers. So he's going to be the number nine, and he actually is wearing number nine for us. So we actually signed another one of your players, uh, your left back. I forget his name, but the Ukrainian. Sinchenko. Mm-hmm. Sinchenko. Yep. So That's good, a great player. Great player, knows Arteta system, um, and good quality depth because I, I love the competition between him and Tierney, because they're both great. He, he's an upgraded Lundqvist, a very upgraded Lundqvist. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> no, I mean, Lundqvist is not a bad player, so that's not a bad analogy, <laughs> but Zinchiko is, is a very good, talented uh, uh, yeah, soccer IQ solid. He's solid, bro. He's solid, and yeah. he, he has good ball control, which is what I thought once. But for the Gooners, uh, we play that makeup made-up trophy. Um, every year, the Emirates Cup at the Emirates Stadium. We play Sevilla this Saturday, and then we start the Premier League uh, Friday, August fifth, against Crystal Palace. So we'll see what this season has in store, and we'll, I'm sure we'll reconnect more on the BPL as it as it progresses. Absolutely, we got West Ham to start our season, but we, we got tough. we got to worry I, about the Community Shield first. I think people disregard West Ham, but I think that's a solid team, bro. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're solid. They're solid. Yeah. They get us at home first. So mm-hmm. we're going to interrupt that. We're going to interrupt that shit. <laughs> Do it, man. 
But that's that's the Premier League for us, man. You know, that's the Dynados. That's the Dash. And that's the Dynamo. You know, I've got my H's up. Jeremiah, what you got? I'm throwing the H's right back at you, buddy. Hold it down. Forever Orange. And what's your final call? Let's go, Dynamo. Let's go, Dynamo. <laughs> hey, the type of lose when we in the race. Hey, we up in the place and we gon' play.